Hello and welcome to This Week in Japan. I'm the Gaijin John. I'm the Geek Tom. And welcome to the podcast in which we bring you the news, reviews, and the truths about Japan in about 40 minutes or so, depending on how cutting happy I am. Where are my scissors? Scissors! You don't podcast with scissors, John. I know, my mum told me not to. She was blessed with amazing foresight. I was like, what's a podcast? (laughs) I don't know either. It's the year 2000. It's 20 years on from that moment, and we have some topics to bring to you. So you can listen and, like, have fun, because we have nothing better to do with our lives. He's right, you know. So this week, the interesting news from the land of the rising sun is... There's more English, because I'm an English teacher. Sorry, I'm an English teacher. I have to deal with the English of this land. Go to travel <laughs> is not proper English. This is a government-created scheme. <laughs> You've got to have a lot of fun in Japan with teaching people English, because Japan loves English. I mean, every country, to some extent, loves using foreign words wrong, but Japan just makes a sport out of it. They really enjoy it. They, it's just their passion, and I, I love them for it. They're trying so very hard. It's more that English here is actually trendy. Which is bizarre, but yes. People will put English on, like, shopping stuff, so you're like, oh, yeah, it's got English on it, as, like, does it matter if the English is right? God, no. God, no. <laughs> but it's also, it's there's a kind of thing I've talked about before called wase ego, which is Japanese English. So it's English that is not actual English, but made only for Japan. And so that's a lot of what the English is here. We've got that. And then, of course, Japan is full of dirty, dirty crimes. Ah, oh, crimes. Uh, because as I was saying to one of my friends uh, earlier today... The West does not have a monopoly on stupid people. (laughs) We're just much better at advertising it. He's got that right. Wherever you are in the world, there is also a 78-year-old kindergarten teacher who spits on children. Only the finest and most qualified for these positions, obviously. Goodness gracious me. And then, of course, the always usual snack break in which I test out the... Interesting food that Japan has for me. Interesting with a capital I and a capital interesting. And then after that, I've actually been doing stuff in Japan. Yay! Hey! I've been doing foreigner stuff. And so I've got to tell you about some things when I went on a nice trip to the Daisen Oki National Park. With thanks to the Daisen Oki National Park. Yes, John's actually done things that are a good excuse to have this podcast exist in the first place for once. Yeah. Thank goodness, because we were running out of content. I get to talk about meditation and nature and temples. Because that is all Japan is. All of it. (laughs) Okay, so to start then, maybe you're thinking Christmas is coming up. And coronavirus is a difficult time. Thomas, these are trying unprecedented shut no shut shut no i don't want to hear it those words don't mean anything to me anymore okay more adjectives adject these are insert your preferred adjective times and so 
so these are actually two Japanese department stores with messages for us at Christmas time. So first of all, this is from Seibu Sogo, who have a Christmas message for you all with a lovely image of two cartoon figures hugging each other from afar with like long stretchy arms. They look a bit like Mr. Tickle's cousins who he doesn't <laughs> talk to much because they fell out with his mum ages ago. But they're hugging each other from different parts of the world. And above that, it says, stay positive this Christmas. <laughs> And to keep it, to keep it even more positive, there is a small cartoon dove with an olive branch. What? Flying what? in from the so, side. Are we are we making peace with the virus now? Is that our new strategy? Is a treaty? What? Japan. Japan has gone a long way from never surrendering. <laughs> So obviously the meaning of this is have a positive mental mindset with whilst being apart from your loved ones at Christmas. But obviously Japan doesn't employ English speakers to check. No. So these are some translations from Sora News 24 of Japanese Twitter's response to this. It's like Ah, uh, Japanese my- Twitter, my favorite place to be. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly, one of it, you can actually use it, uh, Twitter has its own translation function. Uh, one of them, which is my favourite, is just, NOBODY NOTICE THIS?! <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, because this is Japan, someone did notice this, probably thought about saying something, and then thought, I'm going to get in trouble with my boss if I do say something, uh, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be quiet. Oh, man. You can just imagine some 50-year-old executive being told different options. And they go, how about we go with stay positive, but in Japanese. <laughs> and someone's like, um, maybe not. And he was like, no, no, that's the right one. We're going with that one. <laughs> I've decided. And everyone's like, oh, well, he's the boss. Like, oh. <laughs> I would like to think someone actually did tell him, you know, positive can mean coronavirus. Wonderful. It's topical. More clicks. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Also, add a dove. Why are we adding a dove? <laughs> Why is there a dove? What has that got to do with anything? John, please explain this to me. Am I missing something? Nope. Also, one of the characters is in, like, an obvious living room. The other one, it's obviously made to look like they're outside in, like, a snowy landscape. But it kind of looks like they're in heaven. Uh, Oh, no. Yeah. Love it. Seibu Sogo are not the only department store who've made something wrong. The other one being Takashi Mae, which is quite a famous one. I have one in my city. But specifically, this was in Kyoto. One of the the old capital of Japan with an amazing piece of art depicting fish and also someone using like a traditional Japanese fish art as like a mask to which the phrase rising again save the world from Kyoto Japan <laughs> Kyoto Japan is coming to get us Thomas 
The department stores have warned us. God, what's, that, what's that sound? It's trying to break in. No! Do you have any idea what this is supposed to be, John? Because I cannot, for the life of me, figure out what they're aiming for with this. There is another poster which this was originally made for. Ah. With the original poster, the phrasing is more obvious because it has two words that are big, three words big, then subscript. So it's two, three, three. So it's rising again. Save the world. From Kyoto, Japan. Oh, like it's a message from Kyoto, Japan. Yep, and at the bottom of that poster is together. Let's knock this corona out of the park. Um, He's trying, Thomas. He's trying. The poster is trying. They're a little confused, but they've got the spirit. Exactly. (laughs) That's not how you use that phrase as far as I can tell. I don't know. I don't play baseball. It's a bad sport. But, uh... (laughs) But when it was on this new poster, which was on the side of a a subway tunnel, it has two words rising again, then in the same size with no italics. It just goes, save the world from Kyoto, Japan. Um, Sadly, the (sighs) message and the poster have now been covered up. Aww. They're actually really nice posters. They're actually beautifully designed. Like, it's just this, like... You could save this with, like, two sets of quotation marks and it would be easy. (laughs) It's just a little confusing. The thing was, this particular poster was actually meant to go down on the 6th of October because it was meant to promote a pop-up shop inside the department store. But they just didn't take it down because it was outside and it was good advertising and obviously no one had told them not to. So, So just when this started to get attention on, like, Japanese Twitter sphere. They were like, oh, well, they first, they just covered the words. And then they were like, we should probably just cover the whole thing. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, the artist is Hideki Kimura. He does amazing wall art and things, mostly using go forward and the red carp a lot. So it's, it's obviously his traditional designs that they were promoting, so. And that's the world of English in Japan. They they <sighs> got they've got spirit. I'll give them that. They're trying so very very hard. Now if only they actually you know had someone who spoke English on staff, and we'd be golden. That's why I'm here. Yay! Aren't you there to teach Japanese high schoolers English, John? No wait. Yeah. Aren't you there to help teach Japanese high schoolers English, John? Sorry. Yes, all of those. The thing about teenagers, Thomas, scary thing, they grow up. Oh dear. No one had warned me about this. Oh dear. Oh no. It may be in as little as 40 years, we might have slightly less of this English. So I am doing my part. Welcome to how the Japanese workforce works. Yes, we still use fax machines and also ink stamps. You've got to be in there for the long con, really. (laughs) I will say that the ink stamp or traditional hanko is now only required for about 82 official documents. (laughs) Speaking of old people committing crime, as is the Japanese want to do. (laughs) If you don't know, the Japanese like business thing. It's just old people own everything. I know that's the world, but in Japan it's even more so. (laughs) 
right? In Japan, it's like slightly more obvious and they're more generally entitled, including this 78-year-old director of a kindergarten, which makes it sound like this man like videos them into doing like plays of Shakespeare or something. But no, he has been arrested for allegedly spitting on elementary schoolgirls. Multiple, you say? Yes, so he's been arrested for one, but there have been at least six reports of a man spitting on elementary school children. Christ! Why? I don't understand this. When he was questioned about this incident, he apparently hinted at his involvement. Basically, what happened, this is even more interesting, it was a drive-by spitting. What? So... What? So... There were two girls, there were two elementary school girls walking home, and he rode by on a bicycle. <laughs> this is about 2.40 in the afternoon, so he should be at work. I don't know why he's out and about. What? What is this guy's story? What is he doing? He's just cruising the neighborhood looking for elementary schoolers to spit on. When they asked the kindergarten themselves, the representative just said, I have no choice but to trust the director. In considering the children, I have nothing else to say. This man has been director of this Oof. kindergarten for 27 years. Oh no, that's a lot of spitting. Yeah, I've read in some articles that a kind of motive for this was maybe because school kids, as they do, were blocking the kind of path as they walk, and in Japan, you generally cycle on the pedestrian walkway. Maybe it's kind of difficult sometimes when people are walking like 20 abreast. But apparently, instead of that, he just moved past them and spat on them. In the middle of a coronavirus pandemic! Ah! Like, I'm not even missing something here. Spitting just isn't a thing anywhere, is it? Is there any cultural reason why anyone would think oh spitting's the right reason to do as far as i'm aware that's just not something people do ever like he's just a 78 year old man who enjoys a power trip by spitting on little he's girls. just an asshole okay cool yeah he's just an asshole who is also apparently a music and piano teacher he also teaches music to children and possibly piano ah he's a music teacher it all makes sense now that makes a lot of sense music teachers are evil just imagine that old piano teacher you never liked. <laughs> oh, well, it's all too easy. There have been some other crime in Japan, but this, I think, puts this slightly over the top. So Japan has many temples. And like like a wishing fountain in the UK, except, like, just more important times a million, uh, people mm. will throw in money into them. Maybe sometimes five yen coins because they're lucky, or 100 yen coins if they just... They really need, like, that spiritual guidance. Well, apparently, someone has been stealing from these donation boxes because they have no life. Apparently no money either, because it's not a lot of money in donation boxes, I imagine. This absolutely degenerate was caught. I'm glad our streets are safe. Uh, when the police caught him at 10pm, at 10pm one night, when he allegedly took... 665 yen. Uh, <laughs> that's about six and a half dollars. Yeah. That's just not a lot of money. It's about a fiver. And yeah. this, this man was in a jacket and baseball cap. And 
The more interesting thing about this is how the police caught him. Hmm. So this man was walking by and he seems to go to the box and seemingly pocket the change that's in there. And then as he walks away, three officers jump out from under a tarp and block his pass. (laughs) (laughs) I got nowhere to run now, Johnny. After one of them falls over, two other officers arrive. (laughs) One of them in a homemade ghillie suit. (laughs) What? Sorry, it wasn't homemade. He'd borrowed it from another officer. (laughs) These guys have a lot of free time. (laughs) Well, so much so, they had... They'd been under that tarp for almost four hours. Oh! Yeah! That's a lot of free time! Um, Well, they have a bit more than that. Because for this entire sting, there have actually been ten officers working this stake out. And because they've not just been doing it on that day. They've been casing this shrine for three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I know Japan's a little tough on crime. Just a little bit. But um, is there really nothing better that these people could be doing other than chasing a guy for six (laughs) dollars? Like... What? In a small defense, this apparently is something that becomes more common around, like, the Christmas New Year period. Because Where they there's going to be more money in it. There's more money in it. Just assuming those three under the tarp, assume the guy with the ghillie suit was like, he'd come in <laughs> on his off day. My favorite character, by the way. He's just there having fun. And the fifth guy was someone just walking past and going, oh, I should probably help them out. Assuming (laughs) it was just these three under that tarp for four hours, that cost the Japanese taxpayer. Holy s***. (laughs) (laughs) I actually need a calculator. This is getting too big. Almost 22,000 yen. I think that was money well spent. At least that dangerous thief and his six dollars are off the streets. And uh, won't be hurting anyone ever again. Or stealing their donation money. Which, I don't know, what does the donation money usually go towards? Maintenance of the shrines. John? Maintenance of the shrine? Okay. Yep. Is that subsidised through some other means as well? I think usually the government do help them out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so rather than the government just fill in that... I don't know how many yen. They decided, no, we gotta waste five officers' weeks. Yeah, so this at yeah, <laughs> this is a oh minimum cost the state over $200, not including equipment, and also they could have been somewhere else. Uh... Also, Japan does have crime, ladies and gentlemen. I think these... <laughs> I think these might just be policemen who just really wanted to, like, play dress-up. Oh but the thing God. is, if you're under a tarp for four hours, Thomas, you're going to need snacks. And do I have the snacks for you? 
Do you have snacks for me, John? I had had no idea that there would be snacks involved. I, I'm completely surprised and baffled, as you can tell by my shock tone of voice. Yeah, I mean, I've only done this every week for the last year of podcasts. Um... <laughs> I keep saying you shouldn't, and yet you still show up with snacks. I'm like, all right, well, he's doing this bit now. What I'm going to need <laughs> is you need water, but obviously when you get dehydrated, you need those essential salts. You need those important salts. So obviously I need salty crackers. And their brand is literally salty. Uh, in Japanese, saluti. I'm sending Thomas a picture. You can find all these pictures on the Gaijin John Instagram. Uh, Don't make promises you can't okay. keep, John. <laughs> okay, Thomas. You might be able to find these pictures on the Gaijin John Instagram in about a month. <laughs> Just going to put it out there for you guys. And yes, I will keep bullying John until he sets a regular schedule for him. That's indeed a very orange salty cracker. As far Two as flavors I, I could have bought. I could have bought cheese salty crackers, and Obviously. and also just nut flavored salty crackers. But the thing in Japan is, when you're doing exercise, you maybe need to refresh you. So perhaps I'll get some kind of energy drink. Do you know what energy drink is really really popular in Japan? It's in the sachet at the bottom of the photo I sent you. That's an energy drink? I thought that was part of the No, cracker. it's powdered Sultan lychee. This is energy drink flavoured cracker. What? Lychee, as in the fruit. As in the exotic fruit, which in Japanese is daichi. Yeah. This is salt and lychee flavoured cracker. Which is also the flavour of a very popular, like, mineral drink. So it's like Monster Energy Crackers, is what you're telling yes, me. Yes, but smell ridiculously of lychee. Okay, also these aren't crack. I've just got one out of the packet. These aren't crackers. These are very <laughs> obviously biscuits. <laughs> this is... Very They've highlighted France on the side, so I assume some kind of their ingredients comes from France. I... <laughs> no, they just really like France. I assume maybe the salt, not the lighties. But anyway, I need to try this because it doesn't look like a cracker. It just looks like a cookie. Anyway, eat the takimasu. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably my favourite reaction out of anything we've had on Snack Break before. Just complete Who confusion. is this for? <laughs> well, people who really like energy drinks, but want to be able to eat them. Obviously, the John. I've had the energy drink. I have the sachets. They're like, they're nice. They're, they're more like, they're supposed to like supplement your ions and salts that you lose when you like do mm. an exercise. And the thing is, this tastes very similar. Also, it's not a cracker. Sorry, it looks like a cracker. It's a kind of like soft biscuit. I would describe it as almost like a soft <laughs> shortbread biscuit, which is why it worked better as like with salty Ooh. cheese or salty nuts. First, it smells really strongly of lychee. And you get that, you get a slight salty taste and there's like a, it's kind of a powdery biscuit. So you just like you crunch into it. You start to get, like, the slight fruitiness of lychee, and then just the salt hits it, and it 
and you get that kind of energy drink aftertaste and it just becomes bitter. How did a sweet salty cracker become bitter? <laughs> uh, truly, Japanese food it's is like, a mystery. It's like a butter cookie. And it's like the butter and like the salt and the lychee are all coming together at the end and just fail. Who thought of this? I was skeptical when I tried the lychee energy drink for the first time. I was like, but no, it actually worked. It was good because it was like when you're dehydrated, especially like the sweetness is more pronounced and like the saltiness doesn't get you so bad. Why are they in cracker form? Why are they in Why are they in cookie <laughs> form? They're not even crackers. This is like something sweet. This is like a sweet French butter cookie. You'll have to tell us, John, because none of us here have any answers. I don't think. If you do understand this, please explain to John. Send him Don't a message. Don't guys John Instagram or anything. Just please help. Please, please help. <laughs> Rescue John from his existential yeah, crisis. Yeah, I assume maybe a French style of cookie. I'll Give me 20 years to study Japanese and I'll be back to you. But no, I give that a something I didn't know I hated out of 10. Just a whole wave of emotions rocking through John at the moment. Mostly hate. And disgust. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Gotta be careful with that, John. Only, only that can lead to but the, the dark side. But the only way to overcome the dark side is through the ancient eastern art of meditation. And maybe laser swords. We'll get back to you on that. What was this meditation stuff you were talking about? I've never heard this of it This is before. John doing stuff in Japan. Guess what? I do stuff in Japan. You can maybe do this stuff when Japan opens up again, perhaps. Uh, it's good that you finally be allowed to do something. Yay! <laughs> Stuck just doing the bare necessities for like eight months straight. Uh, it's been very sad. <laughs> it's just, hello, I am the foreigner in Japan. I can't do any of the Japan things. Because the media <laughs> blames me for everything. <laughs> I mean, it was John that brought coronavirus to Japan somehow, like six months after he arrived. But we don't. We yes, won't discuss I somehow organised this entire international pandemic from the least populated prefecture in all of Japan, Tottori Prefecture. <laughs> no one would suspect anything to come from Tottori Prefecture. <laughs> yep. It's the last place they walk. what you can do is go to Mount Daisen. Yay! A mountain which in Japanese literally means big mountain. Love it. Love what, it. It's big ass mountain. <laughs> but first of all, thank you to the Daisenoki National Park for having me and organizing this fun event. Do look them up. They are very nice. They organize everything. Uh, Daisen and the Yoki Islands and also some stuff in neighboring Shimani Prefecture as well. I hope I've said enough to get my free T-shirt. Yay. Yes, John, John gets a T-shirt for just shouting them out. It's the most. It's the simplest sponsorship we ever could have taken, and John's all for it. Because you know what? It's not free even a sponsorship. I was going to talk about this anyway. Haha, the joke's on them. <laughs> it truly is the freest of they shirts. They're doing something that you can experience, which is Zazen meditation. Zazen meditation is meditation associated with the Zen school of Buddhism. So, first of all, I got on my little bus to go to Mount Daisen. 
I shall point out, as we, as is already obvious, but just to be sure, when John says you can do this stuff, he means you might be able to do this stuff in a couple of years' time, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully next year. <laughs> no way you're getting a Hopefully chance Hopefully next now. year, according to the people who are hosting the Olympics. I always take my advice from them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, because they were so good at planning ahead last time. So Dyson oh, is the them. tallest mountain in the area. The, the Mount Dyson is 1,700 kilometers tall. Climbed it about three weeks ago, and it is really, really big. Can confirm. Uh, it is bigger than any mountain in the UK, Thomas. It's taller than Ben Nevis. However, oh, no. uh, the visitor center and the temple where I was doing all this stuff is at a just a short 1,000 kilometers. So you get a bit of a head start. You. Is it at least less miserable than Ben Nevis by any chance? I've never climbed Ben Nevis, so I'd have no idea. It's very beautiful in autumn. Well, that's something that Ben Nevis doesn't have going for it because all of it is rain cloud. It is 50% rain cloud and 50% stone. <laughs> There's nothing up that mountain. What oh, I did, though, dear. was go to Amida Do or Amida Hall, which is the oldest part of the temple. It's about 400 years old, but people have been at that temple site for almost a thousand years and essentially i was we were then taught by a monk we were brought in took our shoes off into this like a small temple with this huge statue of the buddha which might be one of the things i've read online which might be a thousand years old or about 800 years old uh it's a wooden statue of the buddha painted gold i don't understand japanese good enough to tell if that was the monk was saying or not but anyway <laughs> he talks a bit about Buddhism and some stories, which I then learned later from one of my friends who speaks better Japanese than I do, was generally about how even in dirty water and dirty air, the lotus flower can grow and we should take our knowledge from that. So essentially, meditation is be like the lotus flower. Your The concept is mostly concentrate on breathing and try to disrupt your heart they think the heart does the thinking, so I'm I'm just gonna go with them on this one. I I, I don't know science. Um so the idea is stopping your heart just trying to think about everything. Because the concept is that your heart will just keep on thinking about a next thing, then a next thing, then a next thing. So you're always seeking problems. So if you can pause and be in the now, you'll be like, Ooh. So what mm. you do is you you sit down, first of all. You can sit in a chair, but traditionally you can do the lotus technique, which is um, which is cross-legged and then both your mm -hmm. feet on top of your knees. Yes, that is as painful. Mm -hmm. Or you can do the traditional Japanese Caesar position, which is with your feet under your bum, which does hurt for a while, mm -hmm. then goes away, then comes back when you try and stand up and realize you have six years worth of pins and needles. Yeah, I would rather take the lotus position than that, thank you so very much. So what you much. do is you then put your hands in, like, the Assassin's Creed logo. Literally, you rest. <laughs> you rest. You can't call it that. You can't It call looks it exactly that. like it, because you rest one palm of hand in the other, slightly curved, and then put your thumbs together above them. Uh, it's meant to look like the lotus flower, which it does, okay? It's, it's that. And then... You uh, then you're supposed to focus a couple of meters in front of you and focus just on your breathing. You don't count your breaths or anything. You just breathe in and out through your nose, 
just relaxing and focusing on your breath. They say try not to fall asleep, try not to close your eyes, and try and keep straight because that keeps the breathing natural. I am the least qualified person to be talking to you about meditation. I hope you're following along. But if you are not paying attention, you can volunteer for something because the monk is there and he's walking around. And Thomas, the (gasps) monk has a present for you. A present for me? Well, it depends. Do you like being hit with a big stick? I'm not about to open that can of worms on the podcast. Thank you very much. Because we are there as paying guests. Uh, You can choose not to have this done, um, which I didn't. You can raise your hand to go, help, I need help concentrating, to which you then bow over forwards with your back up. And the monk then takes this big stick of bamboo and whacks you six times on the back. Well, firstly, three, whack, 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 and then another three just to the side. Whack, whack, whack. About either side of your spine. And so after that, you'll be like, ah, now I can concentrate on the meditation. (laughs) Ah. Ah, yes, that's what flagellation's really good for, is making you think about other things. (laughs) Oh, I mean, God. I think that might work for the first time. You're like, ow, okay, that stings a bit. But if you keep raising your hand, you're going to have a hard time concentrating. (laughs) We were wondering whether the monk would be like, what if we just asked for it too many times? (laughs) You're enjoying this. Stop that. The problem was there, John, was that you were wondering anything. Clearly, you needed to be hit with a bamboo stick more. Yeah, good point. Uh, This is the thing. I'm the kind of person I need to get more into meditation because I'm the kind of person who worries whether I'm doing meditation right which is the first thing which yeah. is the first thing to show you're not doing meditation right have you got like a step by step guide on how to meditate please <laughs> i need a maybe some visual cues i need a strict structure of achievable of achievable <laughs> points through the next quarter oh dear we only did this for about 15 minutes though it was very nice the time does fly by when you're meditating we went for a lovely walk around the area uh, with there are lots of different shrines and different history bits with information in english japanese and korean and then after that uh, we went and some of the people in our tour got gushincho which i did not just say right but this is this is a kind of adult stamp book so in japan they love stamp events but there are many shrines in Japan you can buy a stamp book and then what they do is they do a traditional stamp and then some calligraphy around it to show that you've been to that shrine. So every Aww. shrine you go to. So this is something you can do at most big shrines in Japan. So if you see like a cool book and something, you can go up to like the office and go, Oh, onigaishimasu. And they'll go, Oh. I understand what this foreigner is saying. <laughs> Usually it costs a small amount of money for them to do all the calligraphy and stuff. But it, if you're going on like a big tour of Japan and you're stopping at like more than a couple temples, it'll be a really lovely souvenir. And I don't have one and I really want one now. After that, I will say the one also big shout out to the Buddhist community in Japan of they are great at doing vegetarian food. Because after that, we all had a veget- special Buddhist vegetarian bento, which was really, 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 really good. Because vegetarian food is really hard to find in Japan. 
and Buddhist monks are some of the only people who make it. Yeah. And as well as this, we passed a shop, which I didn't go into, but is apparently serving, according to the advert, in both English and Japanese, Japan's best vegan burger. Ooh, a vegan burger. Any idea what they put in that vegan burger? So the buns are deep fried tofu. Nice. A bit much, but Not okay. Like Kentucky fried. Uh. <laughs> Not Scottish style deep fried. Then the burger itself is like a mix of sticky rice with vegetables and Ooh. a satayed yam in soy sauce and rice malt. And then at the bottom, crispy lotus root with miso and mustard, along with a layer of yuba. Yuba is tofu skin and is a substitute for cheese and mayonnaise. They don't mess around with this burger. They really went all out. They're monks. They have a lot of free time. when you put it like that <laughs> I mean what do you think they're doing at meditation trying to achieve enlightenment mm. I mean coming up with a perfect vegan burger should basically count as enlightenment really shouldn't it but yeah I definitely I... <laughs> no it wasn't at all <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in a very agreeable mood must be all that meditation should do it more often I'm I'm actually surprised that John's not been telling me to shut up all the time, which is a nice I change I do recommend it. I just recommend going to any temple in Japan if you have the chance. It's a wonderful time. And also, I am totally not being paid to say this. I'm actually not. He's going to get a shirt Yay. either way. He doesn't care. <laughs> I could have just... The conversation I had for Thomas before this was enough for me to get the shirt. Just saying. Exactly. All he had to do was tell me and he get the shirt. Therefore, there's no bribery involved. Oh, no, it's really nice. I recommend Dyson National Park. If you come here, Thomas, I will take you myself. I'll uh, I'll keep an eye on the uh, on the flights yes, to the Japan. Three flights. Don't think I'm allowed on any of them. Stuck somewhere for two weeks anyway, so I need a lot of holiday backed Yay. up. Yay! Well, hopefully you have a lot of holiday backed up to listen to all our back catalogue of Geeks and Guidance. Woo! Hashtag always plugging and hashtag that's the end of the show. Yay! <laughs> Once again, I'd like to pitch John's latest episode on uh, the history of the Mongol invasion of Tsushima. It's a really good episode. He's put a lot of work into it. I'd really appreciate it if you all gave it a listen, if that's the sort of thing you're interested Thank in. Thank you. Our history episodes tend to do pretty well anyway. so It's just before now, and hopefully I'm also planning to put those in a separate podcast list as well. So the ones that are there aren't going anywhere, but you might be able to find them in a separate podcast list to this one afterwards for any new episodes. Don't worry, make a link for that. You can be updated on our Facebook, Geeks and Gaijins, our Twitter, Geeks and Gaijins. Guess what? We're on any podcast thing as Geeks and Gaijins. So Spotify, Podbean, iTunes. Give us a review, give us a like, email us at geeksandgaijins at gmail.com. Also, the world has been kind of rubbish to us at the moment, so we've not been streaming on Twitch so much, but generally we try and stream on Twitch about... We're just going to try for one time a week. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Two was a little much. Uh, stream on Twitch, playing stupid Japanese video games. Woo! Hope you all stay safe. The uh, next couple of months are going to be pretty rough on everyone because it's usually the, the holiday season where everyone gets together. Yeah. And uh, I... 
appreciate people are going to be quite lonely on their own. So I hope you uh, do okay. Get together with weeks. us. Talk about Japan. Woo. Watch our streams. We do anything <laughs> you tell us to. It's actually true. <laughs> We're so starved for positive affection. We will do literally anything. Pretty much. Okay, bye. Every Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>